Hey, welcome to the C3 Auckland podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, head to c3church.org.nz. We hope you enjoy this message. And today is all about development. And, uh, and so it's understanding that as we go through trials, we get developed. It's one of the most important messages uh, we could ever understand as Christians. And it's going to help us go the distance uh, in our faith and in our life. And so I want to kick off talking about this famous uh, book uh, that really was talking about this very subject of going through the journeys of life and making it to the other end. And uh, it's called The Pilgrim's Progress. And who has actually ever read this book? It's one of the most famous Christian books around. Okay, so only about five, six, seven, a few more now, about 10. Okay, so this is the original written in 1678, and you can see that it's actually Old English, so good luck if you want to read, read the original. Apparently, it's online for free on Kindle, uh, The Pilgrim's Progress. Uh, but thankfully, we have a modern version um, written by uh, translated by J. John, one of our great friends. And we're, we're selling this for $15, like half price. But it's one of the greatest stories. And, and if you're a reader, I would encourage you. I've read this book, the original one. I've just waded through it like it's incredible. Uh, it's one of the absolute classics. And uh, here's, here's the story written in 1678 by John Bunyan. And here's the story. We, we were talking the other week, and we need to talk about this more as we are following Christ in this nation, we've never really had a lot of tension on our faith in this country, but things change. And I, I said the other day, what happens when the church and the government don't agree? Some people have never thought through that concept, but it is a concept. So for John Bunyan, this would be hard to imagine in Britain, but this actually happened, Stuart. Incredible. 1678, he actually got put in prison for three months for preaching the gospel. Because at that point, it was illegal to, to preach the gospel out of the sort of ordained government church. He was preaching the gospel. He, put, he got put in prison for three months. And at the end of it, they said, we'll let you out if you agree to stop preaching. Uh, and he said no. And every three months, they gave him the option. He stayed in prison for 12 years. Now, I don't know, you know, and this is a really important thing that we've all got to decide in our own lives. What kind of price are you going to pay to follow Jesus. Because one of the challenges of our faith is that the price is not great. I mean, yeah, okay, you've got to get off your couch, which is probably hard for us all these days because we spent about three months on the couch. Um, you've got to get off the couch. You've got to get in the car. You've got to drive here. Last couple of weeks, you had to, had to register, but there's not a great price. You imagine this guy for 12 years, he said, I'm I'm not going to stop preaching. And in fact, they only let him out. He never, he never agreed to stop preaching. They actually changed the law in Britain. And so he finally got out after 12 years. But he literally, this, this book uh, is, has been translated into 200 languages. At one time, it was second only to the Bible in popularity in the world for a written book. They reckon it was the first novel written in English because it's a story of this guy, Christian, and his journey through the trials of life from the city of destruction to the celestial city. 
which was literally going from being unsaved uh, to finding Christ and, and getting to eternity. And so anyway, this, out of a trial, he wrote this incredible book that encourages us to make it through the trials. And if you've got a Bible with you here tonight, I wanna look at James 1 and verse 12. And in the ESV version, it says, blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Great scripture. Blessed is the one who remains steadfast. I love this word, steadfast. You'd have to say it's not a very trendy word in the world today. Like, you know, when's the last time you said, yo, steadfast, man. you know, let's bring it back. But it's a powerful word. The word steadfast means firm in belief and determination, loyal, immovable. That's, that's, I mean, you want friends like that, don't you? Imagine if you had friends that were firm in belief, determination, loyal and immovable. Come on, who wants a friend like that? We need to, oh, I need about 20 people. Okay, <laughs> rest of you like just yeah, happy with what's going on. Um, you know, that we need to bring it back. And for you to make it in the faith, you've got to find this idea of being steadfast. So I want to encourage you, don't be, don't be a flaky Christian. Don't be a flaky Christian. You're not helping all these people watching online that want to come to church if you're flaky. One minute you're up and, and then you're down. I've literally talked to people that got invited by somebody and the somebody that invited them never came back. It's kind of flaky. You're trying to explain. I'm so sorry, but God is good. <laughs> he's, he's worth it. Um, you know, come on, don't let that happen in your life. Don't start off strong. You know, I've seen some people start well, and I mean, I'm all for a big start, but it's not how you start in this thing. Come on, it's how you finish. Come on, who wants to finish well? All of us here. You gotta finish well. Maturity is about becoming stronger in the faith. So, so however well you start, make sure you finish stronger. Don't start strong and then hit a peak sort of 12 months later and then it's all downhill. No, no, no. Continue to grow. Christians need, come on, C3. We need a steadfast attitude. Let me ask you tonight, 6 p.m. service, is your faith steadfast? Yeah. Or is it kind of like, oh, just sort of see how it goes? Right, right. Too many people in life just sort of seeing how it goes. I tell you what, there's an enemy that loves to hear you say, oh, let's just see how it goes. Because he goes, man, if I got a plan for you, it's going to be radical and destructive. But you need, you need to declare upon your life and to the future and to the enemy and to any obstacle, obstacle man, I'm steadfast. I'm, I'm going strong. Come on, no, nobody in the back row kind of clap. Can I get a clap from the back row saying, come on, I'm going to be steadfast. Come on, let, let me hear the back row. There it is. <laughs> All right, we've got some steadfast people in the back row. It says, blessed is the one who remains steadfast under trial, so not just steadfast when it's going well. Not just fair-weathered friends, um, you know, like fair-weathered warrior supporters. That's me. That, that is totally me. <laughs> when, when they're winning, I'm the, they, they had a good game the other night, and I was like, come on now. Uh, 
But the rest of the time, in fact, for years in this church, because so often the Warriors would play on Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, I'd literally just tape it, and I had somebody in the church that would just send me a code <laughs> that was just like telling me whether it's worth watching or not. That's, that's, that's what I was like. Um, you don't want to be a fair-weathered friend when it comes to your faith, because you've got to be steadfast under trial. And, and the Greek word here for, for trial is parasmos, and it means adversity, affliction, trouble. Here it is. Sent by God and serving to test or prove one's character, faith, or holiness. Now, from this pulpit, you'll hear most of the time we preach, listen, God's not trying to bring you trouble because he just uses the ones we create for ourselves. And that's, he's just got a vast array of choices. Who's with me? Some former troublemakers in the house. Come on, give me a wave if, you, if you've had some experience with trouble, causing trouble. Give me a wave, give me a wave. Because if, but it actually says here, and I want to explain this. It's not that God's trying to bring you trouble. He, he's going to allow this word, this test. He's going to allow the test to come into your life. Why? Because it proves your faith. It proves who you are. I mean, you can say all kinds of things, but it's only when you get a test. You know, we have some amazing testimonies up here. And I love, I love hearing the testimonies. But the test is actually going to prove uh, what's really going on. In your life, and so God will allow some tests to come to your life because He wants to bring maturity into your life. And we could say, Why would God let that happen to me? I just want a good life, I just want an easy life, and so do I. But we need to understand that God is so committed to our development, God, guys. God is so committed to your development. He's more committed to your development than to your comfort. All right, you gotta understand that. He loves you so much. He says, come on, you're better than that. He knows what he's created you for. And when you run from the trial, when you bail from challenging situations, you deny God the opportunity to create in you the strength, the faith, the steadfastness that he spoke upon your life before you were even born. He wants to bring us to maturity. In fact, if we resist development, God calls us illegitimate children. Now we get—I know it's six p.m. We're getting—we're getting heavy tonight. Like we're just third week back, and we're just—we're just. But listen to this: Hebrews twelve and verse eight says, "If you're not disciplined, and everyone undergoes discipline." then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. So in a, in a kind of self-seeking generation, in a, in a, a, a comfort-seeking generation, in an ease culture, I mean, look, I don't, I don't go looking for any more challenges than I have to. But unless we walk through these times, the Bible says at the end of the day, we're illegitimate children. We might be telling a testimony of God being good to us, but he doesn't know us because he knows us when we stand in our faith through a tough moment. That's, that is your moment. That is your time. And there are trials and temptations that we need to overcome. This is part of our development. Overcoming temptation proves our faith. 
You see, if you gave up at the first trial, your faith was not really faith. The bigger the challenge you overcame, the greater your faith becomes. Overcoming a trial says my relationship with God is worth more than this trial. This trial is so annoying, but my, my faith in God is more important. My relationship with God. Come on, who can say amen? That's what it says. That's what the trials tells you. It tells you that. You know, sometimes when I've got through some stuff or walk, I think to myself, man, I must, I must be a Christian. <laughs> You're not a Christian just because somebody tells you uh, or you tell yourself. It's because you actually don't give up pursuing God. Otherwise, you were just a person that liked the idea of Jesus. Everybody likes the idea of Jesus. When somebody's going through a tough time or facing something really tough, and you say, hey, can I pray for you? You know, there's not many that don't say, sure. <laughs> I'll take whatever help I can get. But what makes you a Christian is that you walk through something saying, God, this is really annoying. I'm, I'm hating this. But I wanna follow you. I wanna follow you. And I wanna encourage us today to get this maturity. I'm telling you, there's a world out there. There's a society out there, your friends, your family, the people you work next to, you study next to, that need to see somebody with some maturity, with some steadfastness. Somebody's gonna put some action to all those great words. You know, we're, we're, we're great at saying these good things. But I'm telling you, when people see it, it speaks to their heart. Uh, you know, when you give in all the time, guys, and I, you know, I hope this is, you know, I'm, I'm here to encourage you. I'm not here to, you know, beat you up tonight. But when you give up all the time, you're saying, God, I, I, I want you in my life, but I want an easy life more. You know, God, I'd like to follow you, but this is just so annoying. It's too hard. And that's what Pilgrim's Progress was about, the story of he went through these tough things and people around him were encouraging. Come on, Christian, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. And that's why we're all gathered here tonight. And it's so amazing, really. Uh, I'm just, it's so special for me to meet some new people here um, tonight that have come in through this lockdown period. I'm so proud of you all. You know, I was just meeting a couple that have been here for the last three weeks and they saw us online and then registered to come. Like, that would feel so weird. It's like, what am I registering up to? You know, what is this place? Um, but I'm so proud of you all because you're showing that, man, I just want to, I want to press into God. I want to follow Him. I want to find out what's happening. You know, um, for, for this girl that was sharing tonight to say, you know, I'm going to come online to this group. Who are these weird people? Um, I love that. Uh, and, and so great to have you all here tonight. So can we give it up for all those people, all of our new people that have been here. So good to have you here. And hey, to everybody watching tonight um, on the stream, uh, why don't you be encouraged by their story and uh, come along and, and be part of the 6 p.m. service. That'd be amazing. Um, you see, Jesus, here it is. Jesus was steadfast. His temptation, and there's temptations for us all, guys. His temptation was to not die for us. And do you know what I mean? He had pretty good reason to sort of go, I don't know if this is the greatest. I don't know if it's going to work out. I don't, I don't know if these guys are going to come through, Father. 
That was the temptation. And, and, and notice that, see, the enemy comes to tempt you on the thing that you could really fall for. And that's, that's what he said to Jesus. He said, hey, there's another way. There's an easier way. And that's what the temptation does to you. There's an easier way. You don't have to go through all this stuff. But he was steadfast in the trial for, for his life. And come on, who's here tonight and you're pretty happy that, that he remains steadfast? Come on, who, let's, give, let's give a shout of praise to our God here tonight. He remains steadfast unto death, unto death, unto death. It says, for, for when he has stood the test, and those who have stood the test have let their life be developed by God. And the Greek word here, dokimos, means approved, tried, acceptable. It's like the stamp of approval upon your life that says approved by God. Here it is. You need to know this. When you get through a trial, you've got to understand, you literally get a stamp of approval upon your life. Like I used to love when, you know, you travel overseas and I don't, I don't know if, if uh, when that's happening again. So it's just nice to remember. Uh, who remembers that? It's so nice, you know. And I used to actually love it when they'd stamp your passport. You know, now they don't. And I, I used to go even at the end where they changed it and I'd say, can you just stamp it? <laughs> so cool. <laughs> I used to love it. Uh, but that's what, when you go through a trial and you walk out the other end, you don't give up, you face the temptation, you just keep walking through, you call up some people, you turn up to connect group, you get some support, you walk out the other end. You gotta understand, your passport gets stamped with approved by God. Your faith is approved by God. And it's not just gonna happen once, it's gonna keep happening. Your faith is approved through trials and nothing else. You can't just sort of turn up as somebody said tonight, you know, just looking good. Like, look, I look like I'm approved by God, you know? <laughs> you know. That's our world, isn't it? If you've got the look, like if you look like you should be there, you'll be like, please come in. <laughs> but not in the kingdom. They're like, show me the stamp. Show me the stamp of approval. It's like, it's like a... a, a you know, just saying, hey, I've, I've been through this thing. I've been through this trial. Martin G. Collins says, the man who overcomes trials becomes a man of sterling worth and emerges strong and pure spiritually. That's what God wants for you. I want you to think right now, think about it. Think about some of the trials that you've been through. I, you know, I don't wanna take you to trauma or anything. Just think quite lightly about it. <laughs> But just think about, not, not everything has a big fairy tale ending because we're not in a fairy tale. <laughs> this is reality, man. And we're heading towards eternity. So let's stop trying to follow fairy tales, you know, like you've just been watching Shrek too much, you know, just like start watching, <laughs> don't watch anything, just get into the Word of God. But, you know, if we think about, if we think about, to trials, and I could, and, and don't think about them too much, to be honest. You know, but it is amazing to see what we've come through, isn't it? I think about a time in my life. You know, and I can think of many. I could keep you all, all night with the stories of some of the trials. But um, you know, I think of a big moment for me as as a, a musician, and and that used to be, you know, my life and my job and everything. And and I was over in America after out 
our, you know, music here uh, took off overseas and, and I was over there and, and, and got to perform with a, an American group for a while. It was really cool. And then, and then next minute I was telling them, it's like, guys, I've got to get a visa. I've got to get a visa. And they're like, no, it's, all, it's all good, mate. We'll sort it out. Um, and it didn't get sorted out. And once, and one day we did a concert in Canada and we got on the plane and they said, yeah, sir, excuse me, sir, uh, Mr. Rush is not coming on this flight today. And I got put in a special room with all the people that, you know, basically are trying to get into the USA illegally. And, uh, and I, <laughs> I said, you gotta let me in. I mean, I'm with this band. And they said, listen, you, you're in the highest risk category. You, you're young and you're in a rock and roll band. <laughs> they said, you're not coming in today. And the manager of the band said, uh, hey, you know, Dean, I got this, you know, and it's like, as if they go to US immigration and say, yeah, we, we need to get this guy in with a concert. I'm like, he's not coming in today or anytime soon. And that was the end of, of a big moment for me. And, and it was a tough moment because I love music and worship, but, and, and it's not like you ever get this great sort of understanding of, okay, that's what it's all about. But we just keep walking and following God. And, and at some point, we've got to say to God, you're the boss. Yes, yes. You're the boss. Exactly. If you wanted me to finish that season and do something over here and maybe help a new generation come through, then, then you're the boss. And we've all got to have that, guys, in our life. I'm just saying, God, I'm, I'm here to follow you. I'm here to walk through uh, life with you as my Lord and my Saviour. Come on, anybody here willing to make Him Lord tonight? Not just, not just a friend of God, but come on. Who wants to make Him Lord in the house? It's like whatever He wants. All God's children are those who have stood the test. You see, you think about when you've got a real problem or a real challenge. And I can tell you when I came back from that situation, and many of you here when you face these trials, who do you want to talk to? The guy who's bailed from every challenge? The people who gave in to every temptation in front of them. No, 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 you don't want to talk to that guy. And I, I was the same. I want to seek out the wisest person you can find. Somebody that's steadfast. Some old, you know, guy's been through the fire, like his life's been carved out in the fire and he still loves God. Like there are people in this church like this and I love hanging around with them. They're, they're incredible because they just love God. And they're not gonna let trials and situations get in their road. They're just gonna keep following. In fact, you know, there's many of you, there's people here tonight, but one of these people in, in the church, I love this guy, Pisa Wilson. He, man, he, this guy's steadfast, I love it. I love it. Honestly, I'm running a kinetic group the other night and he's there and I, I'm getting encouraged by what he's saying. I'm leading the group. But he's saying some stuff and I'm like, this is just so solid. This is just so powerful. I'm, I'm loving this. You know, he's not talking about I'm following God if, if, if my tick box happens, you know? We've all got some stuff we wanna have happen. He's just like, man, I'm all for God. That's my life. That's my future. That's what I'm living. And we encourage each other. Come on, find some people around your life that are steadfast. Let me ask you this. What, what do you do in a trial? Just be honest right now. We're in church. <laughs> Come on, just ask yourself for a moment. What do, you, what do you do in a trial? Be honest right now. Do you stand or do you run? Do you dig in or do you head for the hills? 
Do you turn up or do you make an excuse? It says those that stood in the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. And this is what we're heading towards, guys. God's not a tough father. He's not. There's some moments he'll let you walk through a few tough things and you won't understand it at the time. But I've been around long enough now to know that God, God is so awesome. You know, I'm just even like, God, why do you, why do you persevere with us? <laughs> I'm just overwhelmed with God's faithfulness. I'm like, God, you're amazing. Like I just get, you know, that's why I love singing those songs, like the goodness of God. Because a lot of people wanna complain and point the finger and throw all this stuff at God. But I'm just, every time we sing one of those songs, I'm just like, yes, God, you're so good. <laughs> Because we're up and down like yo-yos, on and off, in and out. And God's just always, I just love it. Like imagine if one Sunday night, God just said, yeah, I'm not coming tonight. So like, you guys. <laughs> but he doesn't. And you're gonna find in your life, I promise you, as long as you're willing to turn up and pursue him and kind of lay a couple of things down and say, God, would you help me? You're gonna find the presence of God, come on, faithfully turning up in your life, in your family, in your situation, God is so faithful. Amen. All right. Jacob's already on his way. That's it. He's just like the Holy Spirit, that guy. Just turns up when you need him. You know, there is a huge reward for those who remain steadfast. You know, you, let, let me just remind you. I'm going to speed up now because I've only got three minutes and 42 to go. There is a, you know, you didn't start this journey to stumble and fall. You didn't start so that you could drop out and be a spectacular burnout. No, 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 you started because God called you to a race that you can win. And He's called you to finish, to make it to the end and receive the crown of glory. Come on, the enemy doesn't want you to get the crown. There's a crown for you. There's a victor's crown. It's for your life, but you gotta finish. You gotta make it to the end. Come on, let the challenging situations develop your life and build maturity. Don't, can I, can I just say tonight, don't be discouraged because you failed the test. Maybe you just failed a big old test right now. Have I failed some tests in the kingdom? I gotta be honest and say, yes, I have. But we learn how to stand. None of us are perfect. That's why we need each other. I can tell you what, if you isolate, you're gonna stumble and fall. But we help each other to stand. We, we hear from guys like Pessa and look for these people around the church, people that are, don't listen to people who've been here for like 10 minutes and got everything and understand the Bible up and down and back to, you know, there'll be those people around. They think they know everything. Don't go to somebody that thinks they know something. Go to, go to people around the church that just faithfully turn up. And I always kind of just praying for people, loving on people, smiling, some, some, get around those people. You should be paying them to hang around them, but they'll let you do it for free. That's how awesome they are. Come on, don't be discouraged about failing the test, but learn how to start passing them. Be encouraged to stand up in the next test. Charles Spurgeon, come on, he's one of the great, one of the great preachers, said, says this, men ran for a crown in the Greek games and could not win the crown without running. So doth God give to them that run a crown but not without the running. He giveth to them first the privilege of suffering 
for His name's sake and then of being rewarded for it. And so God's got a crown for you, but you've got to run. And sometimes you've got to take His name and take a little bit of abuse, take a little bit of persecution for the faith. And so, look, as we finish tonight, let me just give you a couple of keys, a few keys, three, in fact, maybe four, uh, on, on how to develop your life. Here's four keys on development real quick. Number one, get a fresh perspective on your trials. If that's all you got out of tonight, honestly, it would be a game changer. Get a fresh perspective. Passing the test matters. Make sure you come through. If you give up on this one, guys, you're gonna give up on the next one. And the enemy wins. Imagine going to, 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 to get surgery from somebody and, and you're just checking before they like open your body and say, like, you got the qualification right. And he goes, nah, I, I just didn't wanna do the test. But, <laughs> but trust me with your body. Um, no, you're not gonna trust him, are you? He's like, no, excuse me, thank you. I'm gonna go to somebody that actually passed the test. It's the same with us. Come on, God wants you to pass. Understand the importance of your current trial. I'm not sure how many people right now you're walking through a trial. Can I just help you see the, the critical importance of this moment in your life? Not to throw it off and say, man, I'm just gonna do whatever. No, 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 you can do it. You can do it. You can rise above. You can stand in this trial. Come on, you can dominate this trial. You can persevere. You can be steadfast in this thing. Come on, who believes they can be steadfast in this situation right now? Number two, see your trials as development opportunities. Now, I know that sounds like a, just a, but it's true. James 1 and verse 2 is what uh, Stuart and so many others preached this morning. So consider it pure joy. This is one of those scriptures that just seems, where on earth did this come from? Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Here's where it came from. James, he's next level. He gets it. He says, start to get excited when a trial comes into your life, not because of the trial, but because of what it's gonna produce in your life. So you're literally sitting there going, I can't wait. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, you don't want it to come. You're not trying to make trouble. You're just a good, solid New Zealand person just living your life. But when it comes, you say, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this thing. Let's get some development in my life. Come on, who can look at the thing they're going through right now and say, let's get some development going in my life. Amen, number three, share the trial, share the trial, share the trial. You can't do it on your own. I, I gotta say this, cause I just stole on this point off Stuart this morning. He's doing my work for me. But he said, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. The message is consider it together. That's how we're gonna make it through, is having some people. Yeah, let's give it up for Stuart, just giving me a point in my message for free, for free. No royalties, share the trial. Hey, this is, this is why we do connect groups, guys. Because you get in there, and I love it. I love it, that moment in connect groups. Say, hey, anybody need some prayer? Anybody, anybody been through a trial? Anybody got something? And somebody shares something. 
Guys, don't be like, oh, this is so boring. When are they gonna get onto my issue? No, 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 just be there with somebody. Just go, what a privilege it is to stand with you to help my brother or sister get through something in their life and go from glory to glory, from strength to strength, to make it through, to be steadfast. Enjoy sharing that moment with people. It's amazing. And number four, here we go. Let perseverance finish its work. See what God is gonna produce as you persevere. Let God have His way in your life. And that's what I learned, I guess, in that moment in America going, God, I just wanna do music because it's so much easier than all this leadership stuff. And that is, I've learned that to be the absolute truth. (laughs) But we gotta let God have His way in our lives. And God's got a way of working things back. Somebody just gave me a guitar the other day. I said to the person, don't even give it to me. Seriously, I've got enough. Can't even play them that well anyway. Uh, but he gave it to me and maybe it was like a reminder, get start playing again. But uh, God's got a way of just weaving the things that are in your heart back into your life. Trust Him. Can we do this? Come on, let God, that's what I'm gonna pray for in a moment, that we could all pray, God, just have your way in my life. Here it is. He knows what you're good at better than you. He knows what you're created for better than you. He knows the giftings of your life. Half the people there in ministry don't even know what their gift is. You know, it's like I ask everybody, what's your gift? Most people say to me, I don't know. Let me just look back. Was it my test somewhere? No, no, no. God will just write it on your heart. He knows. He knows what your gift is. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you'd like to know more about our church or to find out what's coming up, check out c3church.org.nz.